Hello and welcome to Quiz Time India, India's first quizzing podcast, and I'm your host and quiz master, Aditya Mattu. Before we get on with this show, thank you all for tuning into the previous episodes. The listenership numbers, the response has been quite amazing, and to be honest, surprising. You can keep giving us feedback; it's highly appreciated. You can get in touch with us at at the rate Quiz Time India on Instagram. and at the rate podcast studio 41 on twitter and before we go on to today's quiz there's a matter of last week's audience question last week's guest was amit sinha and here is the question in india australia 2001 border gavaskar series harbhajan singh was the highest wicket taker with 32 wickets among both the teams in the list of highest wicket takers for that series Who was the second highest wicket taker as far as India is concerned? So who took the most number of wickets after Harbhajan Singh from India? Mm. And the correct answer, as a whole lot of you got it right, was none other than Sachin Tendulkar. And the correct answer was given by Yogesh Prabhu, Abhinav, and Manas Deep. And finally, moving on to this week's quiz. This week's guest is Yuti Bansali. She describes herself as a creative non-busybody who likes to think, write and make accessible quizzes. And I would like to stress on the last bit here, accessible quizzing. We all see quizzing getting extremely and dare I say unnecessarily competitive at times, and especially in certain segments such as sports quiz, business quiz, pop culture quiz. What UT does with her quizzes is that she creates quizzes with special themes which kind of makes these categories redundant and makes the quiz more approachable for even a non-quizzer so some of the themes that her quizzes have had so far is comics and cutlery felines and furniture typography and typos yeah so so making the traditional categories of sports business redundant you can follow her work at @therate_wellfactually on instagram and so without any further ado Here is today's quiz. Yuti, welcome to Quiz Time India. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. So Yuti, the format is quite simple. We both have a set of questions with us mm-hmm. and we'll both take turns asking each other questions. Okay. We can help each other as much as possible. Hints are allowed. Right. And at the end of the whole quiz, hopefully we both get to learn and by us the audience gets to learn some new trivia, some new facts. Okay, sure. So I'll start out and I'll start out with a question. Okay. Let me know if you want me to repeat. Okay. So the first question that I have for you is about Maruti cars. Okay. So Harpal Singh, a resident of Delhi, became the first ever customer of a Maruti 800. Mhm. After he won the allotment for the car through a lucky draw. Okay. So when they started production they did a lucky draw as to who will get the first set of cars and Harpal Singh's name came up first. Right. And there was a big function and all celebrities came in and the keys of the car were handed to Harpal Singh okay. by the then prime minister Indira Gandhi. Okay. So it was a big deal. Okay. But that was not the actual first car ever produced. Okay. The first car ever produced was given to someone else. a non paying 
entity of sorts was it sachin tendulkar what? no sorry no 1983 i know no <laughs> that's literally the only guy i know who got a free car <laughs> who has got a car um when was this 1980 भगवान <laughs> वो प्रसाद चढ़ाते हैं पहले भगवान को चढ़ाते हैं फिर सबको देते हैं साइंटिफिक मैन इंजीनियर एंड एवरीथिंग बट हिज कॉलीग समर्स एंड प्रोजेक्ट वॉज रनिंग लेट एंड ओवर बजट एंड ऑल हिज बिलीवर कलीग सेड के बस वी नीड कुछ तो भगवान का इंटरवेंशन वी नीड अदरवाइज दिस प्रोजेक्ट इज नेवर गोइंग टू गो ऑफ सो दीज गाइज वेंट एंड सेट यू नो वॉट इफ वी फिनिश द प्रोजेक्ट इन टाइम इन बजट we will give the first car to lord tirupati oh, so the first maruti car has been given away and in quotes it says for the service of the lord at wow. tirupati the car has been wow. given so yeah that is the right answer the first maruti 800 belongs to lord tirupati wow. and we can set up big factories for cars but the first car has to oh, go this to is God. like ganpati role do you know what <laughs> ganpati role is No. I learned this pretty recently. I was at a shoot, so mm. in the especially in the mm. Bollywood, like not just Bollywood, even shows, TV shows, etc. On the the day mm. of the shooting, when the shoot starts, mm. before mm. the shoot starts, what happens is when the set is ready, everything is ready. What happens is this mm. Ganpati ka photo idol, whatever is brought on stage. और उसका शूटिंग होता है आरती चालू होता है एंड इज द फर्स्ट शॉट ऑफ द डे सो इट्स अ वेरी कॉमन थिंग सो बिफोर एनी डेज का शूटिंग स्टार्ट समन विल बी लाइक अच्छा रेडी सेट रेडी गणपति रोल एंड इज द क्यू टू गेट द गणपति Yep, and it still, it goes, still on goes on. It goes on wow. like it's a thing. Like it's and everyone gets up and claps and all in the aarti and all. It's a thing. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. Now, Yuthi, uh, well done on that question. You were right. It was given to God, the first cool. car. Now it's turn for your question, and I believe you have a I, theme about yeah, your question. Yeah, I have an option for you. So I have two themes. You can pick okay. which one you want to do. Mm-hmm. I have questions on wax. And I have questions on shiny things. Let's go with shiny, shiny things. Shiny things it is. All right. Um. So, the Venetian ducat coin. So this is a type of coin, Venetian coin, ducat, D U C A T. Mm-hmm. It was colloquially known mm-hmm. as zecchino, Z E C C H I N O, zecchino. It stopped being minted mm-hmm. after the Napoleonic invasion of Italy. All right. So this was a coin that used okay. to be. Uh, Used and after Napoleon's invasion, stopped being minted. And it was after mm-hmm. the invasion that this name was taken up in France mm-hmm. to designate what this word means today. So the word took up a whole another meaning, and we know it. Okay. We know something else by this word today. What am I talking about? And your hint, of course, is shiny things. Uh, so uh, what? Uh, Venetian ducat. So Venice's coin, tha Venetian. Hmm. So ducat. Venetian ducat. And colloquially, it was known hmm. as zecchino. 
and I, the only Ducat I know is with the yeah, motorcycle, yeah, really. which could be shiny, <laughs> but I don't really think it's there because I don't think they had motorcycles in Napoleon's mm. time. No, they didn't. But and uh, what was the uh, that uh, not the zucchini? What zucchino. Was the so that's zucchino. Z e c c h i n o. That was the colloquial, like how, like like a uh, local pronoun, local. Description of yeah slang local slang word, yeah zekino. So then after that, basically, mm. so I'll, I mean zekino was the word that was appropriated. Mm. So after that, zekino in France mm. took to mean this other Became word, something yeah, else, which which is how we know the word today. And and obviously the coin is like it basically like a small mm. shiny golden coin. Okay. Mm, I actually don't know where uh, this will so be. So think of this will okay, go. Okay, so it's a circular, shiny, gold coin. So think of small, circular, shiny, gold thing. Is it? Oh, I'm again thinking something on in a very religious. No, no, no. Way. It's a very generic thing. Like is it? Is it like a chocolate? It's not like a chocolate. No. Yeah. It's not that uh, no, gold that medal. चॉकलेट <laughs> To describe coin uh, anymore, ha, ha. used it to describe a small mm-hmm. shiny thing which you can find on a lot of things, on clothes, on like decor. Like a button of sorts. A Not button? a button. Now think of like zikino. Zikino, 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 <laughs> and a tiny round. Yeah. So usually, I think it's usually you find lots yeah. of. You will never find one on a. Like a item, there'll be lots of yeah. it together. Hmm, it's like a set or a group yeah. of zikinos. I'm trying to think. Uh, you can find it on clothes. Like it's basically very shiny, so you can find it on clothes, on decor. Like you can find it on cushions. I'm, I'm still. You'll find it a lot on like costumes. You know, like fancy costumes, like masquerades and stuff. On masks. It's basically an item of decoration. Gold button. What is it? I don't know. I actually don't know this one. Oh, I'm lost okay. right now, and I'm feeling okay. really bad. <laughs> yeah, when you hear the answer, you will feel even worse. Tell me. Sequin. Ah, Zikia. It was right there. It was right there. Ah, yeah. Ah, for some reason, I was imagining something. I don't know, chunky, clunky, yeah. or something. I don't know why, yeah. but ah, sequin. Shiny thing, of course. Of course, like a sequin dress, and and now it makes yeah. sense. I don't know why it took me so long. <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Now I'll move on to my next question to save myself from the embarrassment. <laughs> my next question is also about Maruti okay. cars, but not really about Maruti right. cars again. So this is sort of like a origin story of this Mumbai-based Gujarati man. All right. Again, the year is 1983. Maruti cars had come out. This man's family was into cotton trading. Okay. And he wanted to start something of his own. So what he did was he borrowed some money from another friend of mm-hmm. his, acquaintance, a friend 
who was also a quite a decently successful businessman in his own right. So he took the money and what he did, as I said in the previous question, so Maruti cars back then, so you had to apply and then you had to wait until your number came up, which could mean six months to a year. So what this uh, Gujarati man did, he bought a whole hundreds and thousands of Maruti cars and then basically started the first car finance in India. So people, instead of going to the government, just went up to him and they didn't have to wait for months to get his uh, get their cars and they could easily pay off in EMIs and stuff okay. like that. So that was his plan. And the plan worked. This guy made money on it and then he started investing in different ventures. And today he is one of the most famous businessmen in India. And his friend is also one of the most famous businessmen in India. In fact, both of them have together also worked on ventures which are quite famous you have to tell me who is this mumbai based gujarati man who started from financing maruti cars and is now one of the as i said i mean is he alive or dead he is alive he is alive and the person he borrowed from is also is also alive and, and when was both of them when was are this in 83 right. again in 1983 and he was he, he was in a cotton business then his family right. was there was a big joint right. family and they were into cotton trading he wanted to start something own of his own hmm. and this was bombay like he was bombay based yes know. yes gujarati dude i should know this i can only think of like dhirubhai obviously but dhirubhai is long gone hmm gujarati dude was still alive yeah. and sort of on the top of the game in different fields and uh, his friend is also top of the playing field in his respective sectors and then there are sectors in which both of them have come in together this trend is not gujarati i am not so sure about that i don't think it will help me because honestly i am not i can't think of anyone i can't even think of this gujju guy is it modi no Again, a company uh, <laughs> no it's not none of those modis uh, and even the friend is from bombay itself guys and they both knew each other from bombay like by you mean gujarati and not parsi right not okay. parsi yeah wow so what else can i uh, hint wise i don't know what <laughs> yeah, else can i okay, give okay. yeah he's into a lot of financial stuff he like the motilal dude motilal oswal uh, you mean the share market and everything this guy is also into that but not motilal dude his friend is into whole like he's into finance he's into automobiles He's on to a whole different thing and quite actor on Twitter also. Unlike our main main guy. What? Yeah. Mafat Lal, right? No. I am just now I'm just saying like the Gujju name surname that I know. Um. All right. I'll just give it up. I'll just give it uh, the answer away. It was Kotak, Uday Kotak, which he borrowed money from Arvind Mahindra and. Once their whole business started, so is this so the same as the Bajaj the Kotak, name. like same thing? That must be a line yeah, between Bajaj same and Kotak. Kotak. Kotak Mahindra Bank is there, which is uh, that's right with Kotak and Mahindra, which is Anand Mahindra. I've sorry. never thought yeah. of these names as names of actual people. They are just like name uh, faceless brands to uh, old family names. So they're just faceless brands to me. I don't even think of them as families. But um, yeah, now that you mention it, wow, interesting. That was the question. Wow, nice. Come on, tell me. Nice origin story. Tell me about some shiny thing. Okay, now. cool. Yeah. So now this particular thing it has many other names. Okay, some examples known mm-hmm. by many different other names. 
Some examples are Al-Dira, which means the arm. Al-Mankib, which means the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Then there is Al-Yad mm-hmm. Al-Yamma, which means the right hand. Then there is Basin, mm-hmm. which means the arm. And there's Klariya, which means an armlet. And obviously, different parts of the world, it has different names. This is one mm-hmm. of many shiny things. What am I talking about? Mm-hmm. So now, I mean, if... Like the, obviously this thing has a name, but mm-hmm. you do not. I mean, I'm not looking for the name. I'm actually looking for the description of what this thing is. So if you know the name, mm-hmm. great. But if you can't give me the name, I will go with like a an educated guess. What What are these things? So it is called by many other names. Pretty much all which translate mm-hmm. to the arm, the shoulder, the right hand, the arm, an armlet. So all having to do mm-hmm. with that. Different parts of the world. It is one of many shiny things. So this is one in particular, but there are many of mm. the same type that exist. Okay, okay. So, is is it a wearable? I'm assuming it's a wearable. It's item. not. Oh, now okay, that really makes it interesting. It's not <laughs> definitely not a wearable item. Okay, so it has different names corresponding to different parts yeah. of the body, like arm, shoulder, similar and part of the body, pretty much the same. So right arm, shoulder, right hand, arm. So basically, hmm. all of them pretty much mean the same thing. But based on the part of the world, it hmm. differs a little bit. But basically, also the the hint here is that this particular thing is known all over the world. Yeah, yeah. And and prominent so, enough for people to have a specific name for it, even though it is one of many shiny things. Yeah, I'm thinking, um, and it's not a wearable. My other guess was maybe using uh, it, it as a like a measurement thing, like you know, a arm's um, length. Uh, but again, not a, not shiny, a shiny thing, thing in there. Okay, like I like this can mm-hmm. be seen from pretty much anywhere in the world. You are. They made it easier for you. Wow, it can be seen. Is it like a not? Oh no, it can't be a watch. No, I don't like. I don't know who wears a watch around their arm. And, <laughs> it's not a wearable any which way. It's not a wearable. Not a wearable. Way, so yeah. <laughs> we can't all see this one person wearing a watch. Oh wait, 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 wait. Uh, we all can see yes. it. Uh, you mean? Oh, is it? Uh, the constellation. It's part of a constellation. We, yeah, very close. Is it, are we okay? So okay. Yeah. Uh, so I think I got an idea here. So I'm assuming it's part of a constellation, and uh, that is why how everyone can yes. see it. And now the only few constellations which have arms. One is the yeah, Orion, the yeah. Hunter. Yeah, it's, it's the, Orion. Yes. So it's called Beetle Geese. So it's fairly popular also because yeah. it's there are all these theories about how it's going to explore like supernova soon and all of that. So it's a fairly well-known okay. star, and yes, it is basically mm. the right shoulder of Orion. Ooh. Yeah, and it is quite one of the brightest things in the sky. My other guess was going to be the one of those bears, yeah. like yeah. like maybe yeah. the bears arm, probably yeah. something. So I mean, my questions are generally like I you don't really need to know a lot of background information to figure it out. That's normally how I do my questions. That's great. That's great. That's why I really wanted you to do this because otherwise we just end up doing the same old quizzes yeah. which are like about either science fiction yeah. or okay. pop culture. This this just breaks through with a different theme yeah, every time. I appreciate that. <laughs> Chal, are you ready for yes. the next question? So, 1908 mm-hmm. London Olympics men's final 400 meter race. 
400 meter yeah so 1908 london olympics men's final 400 meter race there were two runners okay. one was an american called john carpenter and the second was a british called windham halswell okay w y n d a m h a l s w e l l e and these both started running and there was a dispute the american said that the british wasn't running properly the british said the american wasn't running hmm. properly and they called the authorities and then they realized that the us and the britain had different rules when it came to racing okay so they said you know what the race let uh, why don't you guys go back again and start the race again and who wins this time don't do interference and everything and we'll have the race once more but the american refused to participate saying it has happened once and brit guy cheated and he's not going to participate which only left the brit guy there so the brit guy the event organization the Olymp- olympics committee told the brit guy that you have to like since you're the only one left you have to go and complete the race this event gave rise to which sporting term this guy had to finish the race all alone this ki- event gave rise to a sporting term which is used throughout the world and not in just terms of sporting like uh, some sports but in all competitive senses mm, okay yeah so two guys were supposed mm. to race one guy mm. pulled out and the other guy was told boss uh, you're the only one and now it's just a formality that you have to complete the race he did complete the race and he won and this event led to a sporting term which i will tell you is not like always a sporting term but it can be used in all competitive not senses not like the show must go on no, but same sentiment similar a sort of it's a phrase it's a phrase which is gone yeah. into english language now Interesting. What are you thinking? And this was the 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 British guy had to do it by himself, right? Yeah. And it's mostly used in sports, but is generally used in a competitive sense in general. Yeah. True. True. Absolutely. Hmm. Not last man standing. No. You're thinking on the right track there. Like that's how. Last man is. running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you want a hint, I'll give it to you. Let me know. Okay. Last man doesn't need to run, right? The the only reason they're running is because there is competition. Now there is no competition. The last man doesn't have to run. He can just amble across or walk to the other side and finish the race. What? So then not last man standing. No, no, it's not last man standing. The idea is if he was the last person, he didn't have to actually run the race. He just had to finish the race. Uh, right. He just had to go aram se could finish the race. That is the trick in the question. Mm. What like victory lap? No. No. You're on the right track. You're there. You're there. I can smell it. You're there. Um Okay, he didn't have to run the race. He just had to finish it and he finished it by walking. He walked from the starting line to the end. Walk of shame? All was there. All was there. Close. I'm but I can tell you walk of shame is not always used in a competitive sense. Um Also not when you have won an Olympic yeah. medal. <laughs> I don't know victory walk victory march parade I, almost what? there I'm <laughs> using words now All right huh. all right What is it To finish the race he didn't run he just walked over to the end it was a walk over so when your participant doesn't show up when your competitor doesn't show up in a sporting event you get a walk over uh-huh. I have no idea what that term is <laughs> I've never heard that term before Are it's oh that's why I was like that that uh, was very anticlimactic after the big reveal. 
so walkover is the common uh, event so if uh, you're competing in any phase and the other person doesn't show up you get a walkover and you move on to the next round or the next whatever in his case he won an olympic medal so that was but that now was i know that was. so great your turn now okay so there is this website called frontiers for young minds all right so what it is it's an online mm. collection of scientific articles by scientists but for children right so these are like mm-hmm. proper like research articles they have abstracts etc like so proper phd style but designed mm-hmm. for children so meant for children the education mm-hmm. of children so now this is okay. one of the studies and i'm putting you can't see me but i'm putting studies in quotes all right so mm-hmm. an excerpt from an abstract for a particular study it, it i'm just going to read it mm-hmm. all right <clears throat> now mm-hmm. in contrast to most mammals blank so dash can see ultraviolet mm-hmm. light which is invisible to us now this mm-hmm. these same animals also have a reflective tissue in mm-hmm. the eye that changes from a golden mm-hmm. color during the summer to a deep blue color during the winter together these mm-hmm. special traits so these traits which basically they can see ultraviolet light and they they're basically mm-hmm. uh, changing the color changes for the seasons these yeah. together these two traits help them see plant foods or predators in the snow especially during the winter mm-hmm. when daylight in the mm-hmm. arctic is dim and purplish all right Hmm. Now the problem with being able to see purples and blues really well is that these colors are practically invisible in fog. So this is a challenge also that these animals face. Okay. Now this so the basically challenge is seeing purples and blues because they are practically invisible in the fog. Yeah. In the fog. Okay. Another color isn't invisible in particular, right? Mm-hmm. And this forms mm-hmm. the hypothesis for this study which is also mm-hmm. hypothetical the study is about a hypothetical situation it does not exist mm-hmm. in real life it cannot be proven but it mm-hmm. is a hypothetical situation so what is the study mm-hmm. about now if to a few things to remember is that study, this is meant for children right yeah. kids yeah okay. mm-hmm. now it's talking about how these particular animals can see ultraviolet light which we cannot Mm-hmm. and they have a reflective mm-hmm. tissue that changes from golden in summer to deep blue in winter and which helps them mm-hmm. to see food and predators in the snow okay mm-hmm. but a problem with being able to see purples and blues in the winter is that these colors are invisible when there is fog okay mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. another color in particular is not invisible blues and purples are but mm. another color in particular which is important for the hypothesis isn't and mm. this is the basis of this hypothetical study what is the study mm. about so now zero down now think yes. about maybe start with the kind mm. of animal that this could be yeah so i'm thinking it's a hypothetical uh, like a hypothesis and a theory is it a hypothetical animal is it like a the animal, animal exists or like a mythological animal no the animal oh, is an actual oh i thought something like a dragon no, or something no, it's a real animal again shiny things mm-hmm. now think of winter animals especially arctic animals there's not yeah, many yeah, yeah. so 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking either it's the seals or the I don't know. Is penguins North Pole or South Pole? I always get confused uh, between those. North, I think. Antarctica. But again, I don't think they have Antarctica, is it? But not penguins. It's not penguins or seals. Huh? Yeah. No, think about. Okay, so think about. Either of like think about an animal that has special significance to children. Like even we knew about this particular animal growing up because of a particular thing hmm. in pop culture. It's like Santa. Yes, very close. Yes. Santa's reindeers. Yes. Reindeers. Which reindeer in particular? <laughs> yes. Rudolph. He had a yes. red nose. So this study <laughs> studies that would Rudolph's red nose actually help guide the sleigh? Like the story goes, like Santa yeah. came and said, like, "Hey, Rudolph, like, yes. can you please help me? Like, you know, I can't see this fog and all." Yeah. And then we became popular, right? So the study is actually mm-hmm. about like, if Rudolph had a red shiny nose, would he have been useful to Santa? And the answer is yes, he would have because of these particular oh. things. Reasons that he could see and yes. his ultraviolet. Yes, so he can't see blue and wow. this thing, but obviously red makes it visible in the fog. So he would have actually been a mm. very good guide. <laughs> good for you, Rudolph. Good. Yeah, Rudolph. Like, <laughs> really happy for yeah. him. <laughs> it's science. Even science agrees with Rudolph. All right, <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> I'll go to my last question okay. for today, and I've saved this last question only because. This, there's not much logic in it. It's only because of a pun okay. that this question exists. Okay. So the story goes that there was a scientific paper called Origin of Chemical Elements. Okay. It was written in the year 1948. Mm-hmm. So this, basically, what this paper said, the Origin of Chemical Elements said, how did Our basic elements form. So your hydrogen, helium, and all those, and subsequently heavier and bigger elements. How did they form out of nowhere? Right. So it talks about Big Bang and things okay. like that. The paper was written by Ralph Alpher. Is this important to the story? Advisor. Like his name? Okay. Yes. Can you say it yes. again? Ralph Alpher. Okay. Ralph Alpher. Ralph as in R A R A L P H. Alpher as in A L P H E R. Okay. And that was one name, and the other name was George Gamow. Okay. George, as in George, and G A M O W. Okay. These were the two guys. But our friend George Gamow had a very wicked sense of humor. In the final paper, he introduced his friend Hans Bethe's name into the paper, who was also a physicist. Okay. His name was H A N S Hans, like H A N S Hans, B E T H E. Okay. Okay. He did that. Although this guy had no role in the paper, he did that. Gamma did that only for a pun. Okay. And now this paper, this famous paper of chemistry, is only known by the pun name rather than being known as the origin of chemical elements. Okay. It's mostly known through the pun name now. Why was this name included? The name which was not part of the research included, and what was the pun? Yeah. So the names were Ralph, Alf, Alpo, A L P H E R, and George, G like George is in George, and G A M O W, and uh, George added another name which was H A N S Hans, B E T H E. That was the name of the person to the paper. Why did they add Hans Beth's name? Beth, Beth, 
And this was about like chemical elements. Yeah, the paper was about uh, chemical elements and Ralph Alpo, uh, George Gamow, and mm-hmm. Beth Ansbeth. Yes, yeah, you are on the right. I track mean, now. I just said the names. You just have to. Yeah, you are on the right track now. That's all you needed actually from the question. <laughs> But the chemical element doesn't have to do anything to do with. I mean, obviously the pun is. <laughs> or does it not? The pun is in their names. The pun is in their names. Ralph Alpha, George Gamow, Hans Beth. So if someone had to like say introduce them, they would say the paper is called the Origin of Chemical Elements by. And what right. would they say? So it's a acronym, like it's like a portmanteau or what? Not really, not really, not a portmanteau. There's a pun in there somewhere, and that was the only reason why this third name was added to the thing. Pun alphabet. I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, let me let me try a hint. I don't know if this will be helpful. So you know how we use one, two, three to symbolize first, second, and third. Yeah. Similarly, English, if we're using, we'll use A, B, C. Yeah. If we were talking, say Latin or ancient Greek, what would we say? Oh, oh, alpha, beta, gamma. Ralph, alpha, Hans, beta, B E T H E, and George Gamma. Oh. So the paper was called the Alpha Beta Gamma oh, paper. Okay. It was, <laughs> and till date, this paper is still known as Alpha Beta Gamma paper, and not as the origin of chemical elements. Although Hans, beta. Actually, didn't feel so good about But it. But he was just he like, ended up doing so. He something. was the beta. He was properly the beta. <laughs> he ended up doing some research on it, and he fine-tuned the paper <laughs> much later. So he did <laughs> such a beta thing to do. Yeah, that was the question. Nice. That was all what I had nice. today. Now I would request you to ask one last question, and that will be for our okay. audience. And our audience can send in our ans their answers at at the rate quiz time India on Instagram and. Or at Twitter at the rate podcast twenty forty one. Yuthi, please go on with the last question of this okay. show. So, in December two thousand and eighteen, the New York Times published an article mm-hmm. titled "What is Dash? What is Blank?" Okay, that was the mm-hmm. title of the article, in which the journalist, whose mm-hmm. name was Katie Weaver, she spoke to Babu Chetty, who is the CEO in the largest mm-hmm. manufacturing company in the world of Dash. What Dash is right? The largest. Company okay. manufactures this. According to the article, the organization mm. is very secretive about its manufacturing process and even more about its client. Mm. Still, she went mm. to the factory. She kind of got a visit to the factory. She said, "Like, no, no, can I please go and all?" And she went, and there was this company mm. executive who was there called Mrs. Dyer, and she had this particular conversation with Mrs. Dyer. Okay. When I asked Miss Dyer if she could tell me which industry served as their biggest market, her answer was an instant mm-hmm. no. Absolutely no. I can't. So this okay. is I'm I'm, tell, I'm doing this in Weaver's point of view, right? She's talking about this. Mm-hmm. I was taken aback. I asked her, mm-hmm. "Do you know what it is?" Oh God, yes, mm-hmm. she said and laughed. And you would never guess it. Mm-hmm. Let's just leave it at that. So if mm. I looked at it, I wouldn't know it was dash. And then the mm. dyer says, "No, not really. Would I be able to see the dash? You'd be able to see something, mm. but I can't tell you any more." So this very mysterious conversation about mm. who was their biggest in market, which industry, and what what they used mm. it for was like we can't tell you. 
and you would not even mm. guess right yeah so, yeah so after the article was published the internet speculated on who this mystery bio/industry could be right it was mm. a subject of reddit mm. posts like the slate wrote about it the cut like in, in online magazines wrote about it so, mm. because it was a thing that everyone was like why is it so mysterious you know uh, so mm. writers and people were putting forward their bets for what this industry could be so some Okay. Some um, guesses for what the industry could be from different people are: some people mm. say it could be for fighter jets, some people say it could be explosives, mm. some people say NASA, mm. and some people and this okay. is I'm assuming it's a joke. Some people said Elon Musk mm. and Grimes. Now, what is the product okay. that is manufactured by this company? And remember the theme: it's shiny things. Mm. So, Babu Shetty's company. Yes. makes a product Based out of new jersey i think yes and their biggest client is undisclosed yeah. but and it is quite common the product is very common the product is ubiquitous mm. you've seen the product everywhere mm. all of us have seen mm. it but mm. the biggest client or industry for which it is manufactured the biggest consumer essentially business consumer mm. is someone who does not want its identity <laughs> to be disclosed wow and you also uh, according to that person who works there you also would not be able to guess that this industry or company is the biggest consumer of this product which is why it's such a everyone's like but and the product is very like it's very casual like you never think fighter jets explosives nasa like what would they have to do oh. with this it's quite an insane leap Oh, I think of shiny that's things. That's a great question. <laughs> yeah, thinking of shiny things. That's a great. And with that, we come to an end of the quiz. You can send in your answers. Thank you, Yuti, for your time. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. And that marks the end of the quiz. Remember, sending in your answers at at the rate quiz time India on Instagram and at the rate podcast studio forty one on. Twitter and Instagram and that will be all for today. Thank you so much for your time. You can thank me for mine. Goodbye.